Hello and welcome to the Pen Sleuth Podcast. This is episode 3 of the series where I'll be reading short stories available on my website, thepensleuth.com. These stories are a mixed bag of weird and wonderful, dark and light-hearted. Today's story is called Mechanical Difficulties. Without further ado, let's begin. He was a strange customer to say the least. The day was off to a great start. I had finished working on a long-term client's car, which recently had been having engine trouble. It wasn't hard to find the problem, but to fix it was a delicate matter. However, I did my job and relaxed after an arduous task. Working for the officers is never appreciated, not by my fellow man, and not even by the officers. I was just happy to have him gone, and hopefully my workmanship would keep him away for a long while. That's when the stranger walked into my garage. At first I didn't know he was there. I was too concerned with the news in the newspaper. That cursed Hitler was making another move near France, and talk of tanks surfaced. It meant that he would be looking for mechanics, such as me, which worried me deeply. The last thing I wanted to be in was another war. I was brought back to reality by the grating noise of my garage door. I looked away from my desk to see a man shutting the door, leaving very little light in the room. Before I could say anything, he turned to me, displaying a battered face and the sweat of fear. He asked something of me with a note of panic, but it was in English I didn't understand. I only recognized mechanic. Mechanic, one of the few terms that stood out the most anyway. Yes, I am a mechanic, I replied in German. He twitched and nodded. How can I help you? My name is Jonathan, he told me, now in fluent German. I'm having some mechanical difficulties. For me, receiving a customer is rare. Not many people had cars nowadays, so to receive two jobs in a week is surprising. But a day? Now that is impossible. All the same, he didn't look like an officer, so I was all too willing to have him as a client. Ah, what seems to be the problem? I asked. Is it the engine? Tires? Instead of answering me in words, he limped over to a stool, sat down without asking, and began to take off his shoe. I would have protested to this rudeness if it wasn't for my curiosity. Now that he was in the light, I could make out his features more clearly. He had a short beard, but it was so neat, almost as if his beard had been ordered hair by hair. This Jonathan removed his boot quickly, then his sock. It was an amazing sight what I saw next. Not just his foot, but his entire leg was a prosthetic. Not wooden either, this one was made out of dark metal. And it was lighter than iron, much lighter. I didn't need to hold it to realize that. He moved it so effortlessly, and when it rested on the ground, it touched so softly, as if it were flesh and meat. It was detailed, unlike any other prosthetic limb, and what amazed me further was that he could even move his toes, as if it was no different from his own leg he was born with. Where many would have stared in horror, I stared in fascination. Something of a mechanical marvel in my garage, but there was a noticeable problem. I noticed scrapes, not by design, obviously. These were jagged and violent. 
I had seen similar scratches in slight fender benders, but I felt if his prosthetic had been hit by a car, there would be more damage. See this part here? It has a leak that needs to be patched, but I can't do it without removing this part here. Jonathan spoke quickly. I tried to keep up to the best of my ability, but this was far out of my comfort zone. I usually had time to fix cars, but Jonathan treated me like a doctor who had to help him as soon as possible. I'll... I'll see what I can do, I told him, already mentally gathering the required tools before physically doing the actions. With a nod to myself, I dashed around the workshop, collecting what I needed. I collected a bit of cloth as well, to clean the surface of oil like a doctor clears the wound of blood. Thank you, Jonathan said gratefully as he watched me get to work. He was more polite than the officers too, I found it almost disgraceful. I began removing pieces of the metal, trying to avoid bending anything, otherwise I might not have been able to return it to its original state. Something as unique as this should not be damaged. Eventually, I found a source of a leak. It wasn't exactly a massive leak, but I gathered it was a line of piping that should remain whole to keep him on his feet. It wasn't difficult to repair, but the next challenge was putting everything back where it belonged. Jonathan told me I could take my time now, and I did. While I worked, I asked him questions, but he answered few. I wouldn't be surprised if he turned out to be English, or worse, an American spy and I can understand then why he would not be willing to share so much information. Still, I find myself talking more to a customer than I ever have. I learned he wasn't from Germany. I learned that his real name wasn't Jonathan. I learned that if I kept asking any more questions, I would be in trouble. I kept quiet after this warning, but I was also upset to be silenced while I was helping him. However, he did pay me. 30 marks, which is a substantial amount but I would have given it away for more answers. By the time I had finished my work, it was dark. He climbed to his feet and tested the foot out as if it were a shoe. Pacing back and forth, my work held strong. He eventually did a small hop and smiled. I felt the discomfort from his warning fade as he reached forward to shake my hand. I took it in mine and shook it warmly, truly happy to see such a grateful customer. He thanked me deeply and began to walk out. He paused for a moment, but the man, claiming to be Jonathan, shook his head in silence and walked out. I watched him disappear into the night. I'm not sure what Jonathan was, or where he was from, but despite this lack of knowledge, that was a day I will never forget. I hope to see him again, hopefully after the war ends, so I can feel secure in the knowledge that he survived the hell on earth that all men had to deal with. That is the end of this episode. If you like what you hear, consider giving this channel a follow, and if you wish to read this story, it is available on my website, thepensleuth.com. If you enjoy my work, please show your support by following any of my social media, or perhaps consider supporting me on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash thepensleuth. With that, good day, good night, and I'll see you in the next episode. Bye for now.